This podcast is being powered by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So today I caught up with an old friend from high school named Brianna. We dig back into her past when she experienced homelessness and some challenges with self-esteem. Yet she always had a smile on her face. She was the light in the room. And also she is a mental health advocate literally living her best life in LA. Also she has a movie coming out which we discuss about. So enjoy this episode. What up, y'all? Welcome back to Mentally a Badass. My name is Justine, and I have my high school friend that I have not spoken to in so long, but I'm so excited (laughs) to have on my podcast. Her name is Brianna Fernandez. If you Google her, you'll find her because she's like dope and kind of famous. So, like, (laughs) no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm just trying to hype you up, girl. That's what we're here for. That's what we always do. We hype people up and that's how we live our life so today we are going to talk about when I knew her in high school before the before now before now obviously and then we're gonna chat about her projects for her mental health because she's a mental health advocate herself so I'm super excited this episode because this is not only this is like an opportunity for everyone to listen on Brianna's um, journey and then also for me catching up as well and I'm very excited and have so many fun questions and such but (laughs) are you excited Brianna I am so excited dig into your past a deep dig into my past but also to just reconnect with such an amazing person like yeah Yeah. let's do it (laughs) I'm so excited oh my gosh like I don't think I've ever had like this crazy much energy it's just like it's just it's just literally a reunion so like this episode is a reunion between me and her at the same time (laughs) I love it with my energy (laughs) <laughs> no keep it up I'm such a bubbly person so me listening I'm like yeah woo, that's why I, that <laughs> I know oh my gosh I'm so glad reconnecting social media is the best because like we were so freaking close and I just don't know what happened I think we just it was just we just drifted I think that's what it was we literally like I graduated high school and you were still in high school and I think I don't really know what happened. I honestly have no honestly, idea college different paths like it just it just happens yeah there's a lot of people yeah a lot of people that I look back at in high school who I thought was going to be like in my life till this day and believe it or not the ones who I set like kept in touch with were the ones who I spoke to like the last day of high school those are the ones Mm who I'm I'm close with like Ashley Rivera if you know her yeah Um, and uh Ashley Rivera because I don't think I kept in touch with anyone else yeah (laughs) I mean now we're reconnecting because I think well definitely we have so much in common especially like the mental health advocacy and just like us we have big big bubbly personalities I like so wish that like and also you and I like we left our hometown too like you're in LA I'm in Orlando you're oh my gosh that's right you're in Orlando yeah (laughs) oh my gosh she grows up so quickly oh my gosh I'm getting emotional (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I moved out here in Orlando in 2017, and then you moved to LA. So like, you and mm-hmm. I have like we went to different cities, obviously, but we both like you know kind of like just went up, stood up from New Jersey, and went somewhere else to pursue our, our you know our endeavors and such. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive in. So first, I want to talk about um, like your high school life, which I was involved in. Um, you did, um, from my memory, went through a lot of hardships growing up. Um, and but you always like kept that positive attitude. So like, I truly just like, I don't think I've ever asked you around high school, but like, but everything that happened in your life in high school, if you like, know, like, you could obviously, t- you could talk about whatever you're comfortable talking about. I don't mm-hmm. want to like dig too deep in person personal and don't feel like you have to say certain things for this podcast. So I just want to like put that on the table that whatever you're willing to open up with about um, any hardships that you were going through in high school and how you overcame that, um, which is like, you know, it's part of my podcast, like mentally a badass. Like you go through some hardships, but you are a badass, you know, and it can make you a badass. So yeah. whatever you're open up to talk about, like, I don't want to ask certain questions because I don't know what you're comfortable with bringing to the public but whatever you would like to talk about any certain hardships during that time frame and how you overcame that like I would love to hear yeah um I think like the biggest thing with uh middle school and high school especially was just self-esteem issues um never seeing myself as enough and I, I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with um for me that kind of started when my family and I were homeless which is something that I know that you know about um Mm -hmm. and and I and I've actually been very public about that you know about like the adversities my family and I went through and how we kind of use those adversities to help others Mm -hmm. um but that having that happen was really hard uh because in middle school you know the mindset of a person in middle school, it's not empathizing. It's like, whoa, that's a homeless girl. And then it's more, you know, people are going to make fun of that. They're not going to really understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I was also overweight and always struggling with my weight. Uh, even a little bit in high school, I I was so in my head about like not feeling beautiful that at times I starved at times I binge ate. Like I just always struggled with weight loss or maintaining a healthy diet. Um, and so I know that in middle school and high school, I never, um, I never saw myself as a beautiful person, but at the same time I kept trying to think positively because I was like, well, I don't want anyone else to feel this way. I, I don't know if that makes sense or if that's like something that you've ever felt like you were like, yeah, yeah like you're it, deep down, you don't feel that love for yourself. And because of that, you're working so hard to make other people feel that love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I noticed later on, you know, after college, how much that negatively affected me because I was always trying to be a light for people and not for myself. I never put myself first. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where like I did have a breakdown and I needed to go seek a therapist. And um, I attended a dialectical behavioral therapy program to kind of help me achieve that self-love, that self-acceptance. And I I learned about other people's stories. I mean, mental health, um, the reason why that's so important to me is because it not only affects my life, but it affects everyone around me and mm-hmm. everyone in my circle. My uncles, both of them, they have schizophrenia. And my friends, uh, a lot of them had struggled with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and low self-esteem 
and then you know with my mom I, I also have other family members too that struggle with also other mental disorders so I was always surrounded by that and it's it's one of the things that made me want to be that that hope but the only way I could be that hope was if I got help for myself and so mm -hmm. that's why I'm a huge advocate for seeing talking to somebody um, seeking a therapist learning uh, empathizing with other people because there's just so much more to the story um, so with high school that was that was my biggest struggle, I, I, I think, without going too deep into my life with like the serious, serious adversities. Um, homelessness played a lot of it. Uh, other personal issues with like just the people that um, my mom was surrounded by. And mm -hmm. so when I was surrounded by them at a young age, it also affected um, just like my growth. And so, yeah, <laughs> high school was hard, but middle school and high school were hard, but um, it wasn't until after after college when I decided, you know what, let me get help and let me work on myself. And that changed my life for the better. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is that anyone who like in high school who doesn't know you, like for me and you, we were really close. Like mm -hmm. we would have sleepovers and everything that you're just saying right now, it's coming back to me. Like you, cause I technically knew all this stuff. Like it's coming back in the back of my head. Um, because we talked about this stuff, like, you know, being close, like in sleepovers, like, like I was also one of your suicidal friends. Um, <laughs> I was one of those people, but you're always so there for me. You're always so understanding. Like, I felt like I do remember, like, I felt like you were one of the people that I can talk to, you know what I mean? And you were there for me around, do you remember around your sweet 16? Around my sweet 16? Yeah. Yeah. I remember we were doing like the dance stuff and like that around your sweet 16 was like the biggest time where I had like my biggest mental breakdown. And I remember you, all the girls were like there for me and you guys. Like I remember like right now I'm thinking back to like, like, you know, like visually thinking. I remember being in your living room and we're just like, oh, you guys were still there for me. And it was just fantastic. And I still have like, there's still like that video I have of us like practicing the dance, like on Facebook. <laughs> like sometimes yeah. I'm like, in my memories like you know like on this day like I will watch it and I and I look at it and at that time like I remember I'm such a different person now than I was in that video because when I was in that video like that's when I was like in my lowest and I do remember like how you guys were super there for me and I and I said like just going back to how people who like weren't in your like main circle like they wouldn't even think of like everything that was going through your mind and how you truly felt about yourself because you never like barely you like barely frown I don't think I ever I mean I'm sure I saw you frown like sometime in your life but you're just always like such a bubbly person and so like happy and so like energetic that no one would think that the person that what you're saying right now is what how you felt back then you know what I mean yeah it's a uh... It's something that um, I think people still because even now I do get a lot of anxiety and a lot of mm -hmm. that anxiety just like it came with COVID. It came with like uh, like moving the stress that I put on myself. Um, and there's moments even till this day where like people who are in my circle now, they can tell when I'm not OK. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like on social media, a lot of people see like the super bubbly, constantly happy Brie. Um, and I just want to encourage people like it's okay if you're not okay. Like it's okay yeah. not to be okay. Um, it's something that I have to remind myself every day. It's like I, I have to remind myself like you don't need to smile if you don't feel like smiling. 
because that was something that I, I did do in high school. I, I never wanted people to see the sad me. Um, and I always just wanted to be like the person to give the big hugs and to be comforting. And it only hurt me. So, uh, yeah, I de that's definitely something I because I know that you too, even when you were feeling overwhelmed, you were also someone who constantly put a smile and checked in on me too. You were that you were also that beacon of light. And so, um, yeah, I just I definitely want to remind everyone out there, like, if you're not okay, it's okay. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like we should have had a phone conversation before this because now I'm like I'm emotional. <laughs> I get so emotional, baby. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I wish we, I wish we lived close. Like now it's like, yeah. I'm like I miss you. Like now I'm like now I'm having like it's all coming back where I'm like, I miss Bree. Like I miss being close to you. Like we're such good friends. And then life <laughs> happens. But then again, you know, everything happens for a reason and life brought us back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is fantastic. Um, okay, so this is a so this question was going to be like, what advice would you give a high schooler? But my podcast is 18 and above. So mm -hmm. high schools aren't gonna be listening to it because some of my podcasts can be a little uh like cursing in some things. So I try to like do 18 above. <laughs> um, so my question is to you is if there's like parents who have teenagers that may be going through a stressful time, like if you can answer, like what advice would you give to like a parent for like um, their kid? For them, I feel like it's so hard uh, for parents to sometimes communicate because a child, does, I, I know from my experience with my dad, it was always so hard for him to see me sad yeah, but I know that whenever he was open hearted, like whenever he like opened his heart and was just very open minded to like what I had to say, that's mm -hmm. when the communication was easier. Um, I know sometimes it's going to feel like when a child's trying to explain something, it's like, why are they doing that? That makes no sense. Like mm -hmm. that that's stubborn, like they're being very stubborn right now. And you may have like all these different thoughts, but really just empathize with what they're trying to express because for a child explaining to their parents to someone they love it is so hard sometimes to to let them know like hey i'm hurting because you mm -hmm. don't i know from like the child's perspective they never want their parents to feel like it's their fault and yeah. um so definitely just just really empathizing and really listening i think listening is the most important part mm -hmm. um and if it does feel like what your child is saying is overwhelming then to just take a step back just think of the words why they said what they said and mm -hmm. if you need to come back to it then that's okay but just listening and just being there in that moment that that's already enough for them that will already make them feel more comfortable definitely and then I think also like break it down that wall of like authority authority and you know child mm -hmm. because um like this is actually I was lately I've been watching the Kardashians um my guilty <laughs> pleasure and there was an episode where um Kris Jenner was like getting really angry at Kylie and um, Kendall because they would refuse to go to school. Well, Kylie refused to go to school because she knew she was going to fit. It was like a whole thing, but pretty much she was going through a hard time with school. And like the mother just thought that she just wasn't working hard and this, and was just kind of cutting her out and dismissing her and acting like the mom, like authoritative and like authoritative. And the Kylie, like, oh, poor guy out of the car and walked away. And then eventually like, oh, I didn't realize you were hurting that much. So I think that parents need to really listen to their kids and, you know, it's okay to break down that wall between mom 
and daughter and like sometimes you just like have to listen to the child without any type of judgment and realize that they are someone who has emotions and their feelings like anything they're feeling they're all valid like Mm -hmm. and especially as a as a a teenager everything is like they're more hormonal so they're gonna get more emotional um and then also just like remembering that we're all once teenagers you know what I mean so I feel like some parents may not remember that but I just think taking a step back and realizing they're a teenager and they also they deserve to be they deserve to be listened to they deserve to have this conversation and not go straight to you're grounded or stop feeling this way you know and stuff like that yeah 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 I agree yeah definitely so moving on I want to talk the reason I want to talk about your LA life is because I hear multiple different things about LA like how it can be bad for someone's mental health but I feel like based off of me stalking you on social media (laughs) I you know like the difference between because like a lot of people in LA like the people that I well I don't so I know a couple people like personally live in LA but I'm not gonna be talking about them but like for example like the TikTokers and like big celebrities like who live in LA and like you hear different things of like fake people and people only caring about um themselves and like you know just a lot of negativity and 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 like toxic but I feel like with you and I look at your content everything is always so like it it doesn't get it doesn't give off the same vibe if that makes sense so I'm just like really curious I've never like I haven't really even been to LA I went to like VidCon which is by it but I never really like experienced like the lifestyle there mm-hmm. so I'm really curious like how is it over there like how is LA in regards to like your mental health and such with that kind of like lifestyle environment yeah honestly the weather is amazing so mm-hmm. that already beats a oh yeah I love California weather um, <laughs> but I mean to answer your question it really is who you surround yourself by so like yeah. I came to LA and I mentally prepared myself to be with the right circles so I, my church, like they, they're a big circle in my life here in mm-hmm. LA. It's one of the reasons why I moved here. Um, oh, really? So yeah. like they, yeah, they play like a big part in that. And then aside from that, before moving to LA, I connected with a guy named Freddie G. Orlando, who owns this, um, it's kind of like a group called the Creative Mixer. And all of the people in that group are like him. They're very mm-hmm. kind and supportive and loving. Um and yeah, they're, they're just the type of people who are like, hey, what are you doing? I'm 100% supporting you. I'm going to cheer you on. We uplift each other. And then aside from that, then I ended up meeting Smile Squad. And I, I don't even have to say anything more because they're all about spreading great. positivity. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, it really depends. Like when you come to L.A., you want to surround yourself with genuinely good people and just people who are going to motivate you and bring the best out of you. Cause mm-hmm. I've met people and like some of the friends who I've met here in Cali, like they've confessed to me, like they've met people who only wanted to do drugs and party and, mm. you know, kind of not push themselves to the best of their ability and it held them back. And yeah. Um, it's one of the yeah, and, and it's one of the reasons why I'm like, if you're going to, it doesn't matter if you're in LA, if you're in New York, Orlando, just surround yourself with people who genuinely care about mm-hmm. you and who are going to motivate you. Um, yeah. It's made my LA experience so much better because my circles and then I have I mean, my family, I, I'm with them here too in LA, like my dad, yeah. and mother and sister. 
I surrounded myself with circles who are just going to um, push me to be the better version of myself. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's what made my experience a whole difference. Um, I don't, I haven't really been in the bad crowds here. I mean, I don't think they're (laughs) bad crowds, but I haven't done anything rebellious. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I haven't, yeah, I haven't done anything that would get me into trouble or, you know, a chain because, you know, I, I did struggle, like I did have like a group of people who I probably shouldn't have surrounded myself with. And I do know, Mm -hmm. like mentally, that always put me in dark places. And so that's why I'm I'm just like, highly encourage you if you are no matter where you are, just surround yourselves with the groups that are just going to uplift you, because that's been a huge part of like, why I stay positive and why I keep pushing forward. Right. Like, for me, I never like lived in LA or anything like that but I went to VidCon and pretty much almost everybody there was from LA they were like all local like majority of them were locals like we'll be mm-hmm. like we'll be in like a, a networking group like just making friends or whatever and they were like oh I'm from LA LA and I'm like I'm living in Orlando I'm from Jersey like I always like kind of like when people ask where I'm from and I'm like well I reside in Orlando but I'm from New Jersey <laughs> yeah um but I just like I also like I made some friends through YouTube and some of them like the great my my greatest friends and so supportive and it's just amazing like how you can make such a good friend through like like I like my one of my really good friends Mariah like I we literally like she followed me on Instagram and I saw her Instagram and I loved her aesthetic so I followed her back and I commented on her photo and now we're best friends. (laughs) That's like social media. It's just that fast. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about all my friends. It's seriously <laughs> yeah. though. And I just yeah. feel like I, and I love the power of social media because you can meet other like-minded people. Like when you're in high school, it's like you only have a certain amount of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's- oh my gosh. And with Swami, obviously we all know who Swami is. Um, yeah. He gave me a really good advice when I was like going through a hard time or, or something. I don't know what it was. And he said, Justine, like when you graduate high school, like high school is a fishbowl. He's like, Justine, high school is a fishbowl. And when you graduate, you're going to go into the sea of fishes. Like your life is going to be completely different. Like Mm -hmm. once you graduate and he's right. Like I went and I started swimming to other places and I've, well, for me, what really what changed my life is the college program. I met people from all over the world and people who work for Disney are amazing human beings. Like we're so like, everyone's so kind, so caring, so supportive. I'm like extremely grateful where I am when it comes to human beings that I associate myself with. And, but that's like really good to like, kind of know the inside of that for the LA thing, because I just hear like, I actually have two, I have a, like, I don't talk that much anymore, but I had like two friends that were from that I live in LA and they're like super sweet people. And so like for me, like I personally, any person that I like talk to from LA or that area, they're like all super nice to me. But then I just hear other like, I just keep hearing like bad things. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I hear, so I, I know t- what you mean. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was just wondering from like you, like from your personal experience and that in that lifestyle. But that's good. That's good to hear. And that's that definitely is key. You know, the the five people that you surround yourself with is like who you are, you know, like, you know, that saying? No, I don't. Oh, so basically, you are the five people you surround yourself with. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you never heard that before. Yeah, it's um, so pretty much like your main circle. You, your personality is pretty much your five, those five people. And like, the, it's kind of like, so basically, if you surround somebody, if you surround yourself with somebody who talks garbage about 
people or it's just negative, like that negativity goes on you. And let's say that you have another person who is, I don't know, doing some or just a mean person. I don't, I don't know, like different personality traits. So it's like, you probably just don't realize it, but you literally just said you surround it. It all depends on who you surround yourself with. And you even said that like, if you surround yourself with like the people who do like, think about it. Like you said the people who do like drugs and says like, you're more likely to do that if you hang out with that crowd. So it's kind of like you, you are who you hang out with. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it means. It's, It's pretty much just means influencing, but they just say, five people I think I read this stuff in my in like personal development books <laughs> mm-hmm. that's probably where I read I read I like I love personal development books they make me so happy um so next up I want to talk about your movie <laughs> they come in colors <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> so whatever you can talk about I want to hear yeah uh right now they come in colors is uh, almost finished in post-production and then it'll be headed into festivals so uh, whoever donated they're going to get a private link of like the um, the film itself and there's just so much with they come in colors that's happening I'm like ah what, what would donate? you like to I don't remember I don't remember if I donated I believe you did I think I did like a couple of dollars or something like that I think I wanted to do more but I think at the time I just couldn't no, girl, but... you did. <laughs> okay. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm here to say in this podcast that she did donate and she supported the anxiety film. <laughs> Yay! It was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I didn't realize like how long it actually takes to make a legit. It does film. Yeah. definitely. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I've been okay. So I don't want to like. Let's keep talking about your about your. Can you tell us like what it's about? Let's do that. Let's talk about what it's about. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so They Come in Colors is the story of a young woman, Ashley, who suffers with separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, it was inspired by my brother's ex-girlfriend, um, Hannah, who, like, she she shared with us, like, about, like, what anxiety was, how it felt. And in this story, it's, it's more about Ashley's journey. So now she's, like, post-college. She's already a grown adult. She's been seeking a therapist already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this amazing thing happens to her. But as the same amazing thing happens, some her mother comes back into her life. So without, you know, destroying the entire movie, that's what the premise is about. And it's kind of her journey, um, trying to cope with how she's going to deal with that. And it's the reason why I wanted to create this film was to show that Anxiety comes in so many different colors. There's so many different forms of what it can look like. Yeah, definitely. And we changed it to they because at first it was called um, Good Girls. And we changed the title to They Come in Colors because they represents all genders who can experience mm-hmm. anxiety in different colors. Um, and so, so yeah, that's the, that's the premise of it. <laughs> I didn't really think of it like that. That's actually a really great, like, perspective on it. Like, that anxiety comes in different colors. I did not even... That's something new I just learned today. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great, that's definitely a great take on like with mental health and the, and the movie part of it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, do you have, are you, do you have any release dates? You don't know if you don't, you know, I know things can't. Yeah. yeah no, we, have, we have some really, really big plans for it. So the movie, it really taught, it, it really emphasizes the 
psychological and therapeutic aspect. So a lot mm-hmm. of films, they just kind of show what anxiety looks like. Here, we wanted mm-hmm. to show what therapy looks like. So it's really between like Ashley mm. and the therapist, their relationship as he like guides her. Oh my her god, I process. love that. that yeah, is so <laughs> smart. That is so unique. I am so excited to watch it. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's so much fun. Yeah. So we we actually before filming, we met with a lot of psychologists, um, a lot of psychological organizations, and our main goal is to create a website where the film is released for free. Um, where you can see and you can actually see the interviews with the psychologist now on my channel. Um, yeah, I about, remember seeing that. Yeah, they, they talk about all different forms. They talk about DBT, CBT, um, hypnotherapy, art therapy, what anxiety looks like, how to communicate with someone who has anxiety. It's just a bunch of different interviews, how, um, yeah, how anxiety affects people of color, uh, just in general, breaking stigmas. Like we, we talk about yeah. all of it. So those interviews are going to be on the site along with the film. And then we're also having like a community where people can share their stories. Um, and that's like the big plan for They Come in Colors. The It's going to be in festivals, I believe, until January of 2022. And so I think that's when I can officially release it. But all of our donors okay. are going to see the film way before then because they'll be given yeah. a private link. Oh, my God. That is so exciting um were you in this is like kind of off okay all right so I'm definitely excited for that movie so my next question for you is do you have like any other projects in regards to for like mental health that you can talk about yes oh man I have so many (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, there's a there's a lot going on um, right now that that's aside from Latin Media Group, which is like the the company that I created to produce. They come in colors. Um, so I got hired um, as a content creator for a company called Smile Squad. Oh, they are so the happy. greatest people I have ever met, the greatest company to work for, because they are all about spreading kindness, positivity and creating these viral videos that are very relatable Um, that people can just laugh and connect to. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I kind of, when I joined in, my boss, Markion, he told me like, hey, what are you passionate about? And I told him about mental health and about volunteering. And so with Smile Squad, they are actually incorporating a lot of things that are dedicated towards mental health. They're going to be um, really engaging in the community and their vlogs uh, by doing acts of kindness videos and really um, hitting some of those harder topics. And so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Um, but those are like what we do have planned for that. And then aside from that, I've, I wanted to personally grow my own brand as a content creator. And mm-hmm. my team has like supported me because I wanted to create videos. My goal is to create smaller short films that aren't as big as they come in colors that focus mm-hmm. on the topics of mental health. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if you know who Darman is. Uh, he does YouTube videos that Darman. are like, yeah, like, so you see, um, and they're videos that like just teach valuable lessons and like paying it forward. I kind of want to be the mental health version of Darman uh, when it comes to the it. videos that I create. So I have that planned. Um, like I gathered like a group of actors and we've been writing a couple of scripts. And so oh. that was going to be simple little videos, nothing fancy. Like they come in colors. It's just going to be me and a camera and a couple actors and I'll be editing it and then putting it out for free on my channel. Um, so yeah, between Smile Squad. I wish I lived by you. 
<laughs> because if I lived by you, I would be so interested in working with you because you know, like my background with YouTube and everything. And I, I did like comedy sketches on my channel for a while. I love that stuff. It's so much fun um, to do. So I was like, oh, I wish we were like together. So we could like work on things together because hey, time and time. You never know. I know. You never know. Um, you never know. Maybe if I'm like ever in LA for a little, I do like plans to like visit, like to see people and stuff. But, um, but like literally, I just wish that that we would. I don't know. I just I love that. I love what you're doing, and I'm so literally so proud of you. I like wish I was doing what you were doing, but we all have our own paths, obviously. But I just love watching you and doing what you're doing. I like to live through you. <laughs> well, you're you're doing amazing things, like absolutely amazing things. You should be very proud of yourself and your journey and what you you're you're accomplishing. Thank you. I can't wait to have our side conversation later. Um, but I looked up. Um, but when I was like on this, like talking with you, I was I'm on my computer right now, just like. And I saw like a pop up that you uploaded a photo, like a video. <laughs> on wait, your page. I don't know. I got a notification that you like. I mean, unless you did a while ago and it just notifying me now. Oh, wait, which uh, video? I feel like I upload so many videos now. <laughs> I, I just got a random notification of a video. I don't even know what that video was. I like, I forgot what it said. But I don't, I don't know. Did you have anything that was supposed to be? I'm looking at your, your uploads right now. You didn't upload like in two days maybe it's just the algorithm just notifying me oh she's on youtube let's start notifying and doing post notifications or something like that i don't know it was just weird how like i literally just saw like i was on my computer on the desktop and i see your face pop up and it says that you uploaded i'm like oh that's so funny i haven't uploaded in two days no i gotta change that (laughs) oh girl i haven't uploaded my youtube channel in three months (laughs) <laughs> I'm like trying to do it every day and I'm like man I missed two days oops <laughs> it's hard girl I remember I did vlogmas and I uploaded every single day for the whole month oh my gosh I was so burnt out it was fun though mm-hmm. but I was so burnt out yeah social media can burn you out definitely um okay so right now we're going into 40 wonderful minutes and that's all the questions that I have for you today. Is there anything that you would like to say um, to my audience when it comes to mental health? Like any last words? Oh, I feel like I have so many when it comes to mental health. I, mean, I know. On my page, I try to really emphasize that you are not alone. And it's mm-hmm. because I understand it, how it may feel to I, I know a lot of people when they message me, um, they they usually emphasize that that they feel very lonely and yeah that they I found feel that that too. not enough yeah and those messages break my heart and so I, mm-hmm. I do try to be that reminder like hey you know you're seen you are heard and you are important and um for anyone that's listening to the podcast I really want you to know that that you are seen and you are important um and also you know if you feel like you are hiding in a mask if you feel like you're pretending to be something that you're not I highly encourage you to just grab that mask and break it because it was the biggest thing that I struggled with. You don't need to please anybody. um, And you need to put yourself first. Like I can't emphasize that enough. If you are not okay, you know, focus on yourself, your health and always check in on yourself. Um, And then, yeah, I'm like, just trying to think of like all of the messages. I'm like, how long do I got to see? (laughs) No, Um, I mean, that is the biggest thing is that, you know, 
back then before because mental health was like when we were in high school was you know the stigma was a lot bigger back then um like a lot of people didn't really understand it except like our you know our small group um like you understood it like I understood you and such um but now I feel like with social media being so powerful it's reaching a lot more people and you know and the great thing about content is that people when people see it they believe it and that's mm-hmm. kind of weird how that sounds because a lot like before social media, before everyone having a voice, people just didn't understand it. They're like, oh, I don't see anything, I don't understand it. But like with I feel like with the opportunity of like having social media and be able to make co- and create content and like being able to do it without like having to go to like a to go to a production company or do this, like you can just put it on YouTube and or Instagram or whatever. Like we have that voice now everybody has access to having a voice exactly. while then before we didn't have that so I feel like now since the people who always kept being like dismissed are now having this voice like for for me I don't know for you but like I felt like I was really misunderstood in high school by a lot of people and a lot of people were just like didn't really they just thought I was just annoying or whatever but now like people are like oh wow like just she's doing like she's taught she's being more open like people are love that I'm open now while before when I was open about my mental health in high school I would be dismissed a lot yeah so it's just I feel like it definitely has come a long way um there's still a huge stigma that's still there and if you listen to any of my other episodes I've had some people who are still have to deal with this the stigma like one of my episodes um the guy who was wrongfully in jail he was deprived of his medicine for his mental health so that happened it's just like it's still a lot wrong there's still a lot wrong that's going on in this world and I just you know we got to keep fighting we got to keep talking about it we got to keep doing what we're doing to help break that stigma yeah I completely and agree with you it takes a village to do that and it's just I'm just, I literally have dedicated my life for, to be a mental, for mental health advocacy. Like that's, that is what like I want to do with my life is to be, you know, a mental health advocate and really the stigma is huge and it's so important and I still see it around me and it just breaks my heart, you know, like it just breaks my heart seeing how people are treated like, like in jobs, like some jobs still don't get it and people get fired and because like they're with their mental health they can be able to understand it and they just think that oh they're not a good worker they think that worker's lazy or this or that and it's really like they're depressed so a lot of companies don't understand it I'm just very lucky and grateful that Disney is huge with mental health so my whole leadership team like they know they know I have like my depression sometimes it's hard for me to get to work like they're super there for me and I'm just so grateful. And I'm just glad that Dis- Disney is a really good company with understanding with mental health, which I'm so grateful um, for that. But I just learned from talking to other people that there's a lot of companies out there who just still don't care. And it's yeah. so upsetting. Yeah. Oh, I love Disney. That's, that, was, that was really good to hear that they're very um, loving towards that. Yeah. No, definitely. No, seriously, like today, um well my my medication like made me sleep in by accident today so I was like 30 minutes late for work and my leader messaged me she's like are you okay you doing okay like the first thing they do they never like 
I don't get in trouble for being late. They just want to know if I'm okay. <laughs> That's always You know good. what I mean? And so they, because they, they, they just, they just, they, they know like me and they just want to make sure like, because I'm open with them on my mental health. I'm completely open with them. And so if they, if they see me not showing up, they want to make sure I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and they're very caring too. And I, I am comfortable to like cry in front of them. I've done it before. Like they had a tissue box ready for me. Like if something that got worked that would like, like if something at work that would like maybe cry or something that I'm going through at home kind of thing, like they would listen to me and be that person. And like, I like, they'll take me away from like my work and like, let me like, if I'm going through a hard time. Like if something happened, I'll, they'll like, I'll go for a walk and do this. And they just like, they put that first, which is good. So like, if you're going through like a really hard time, like they try to support you in that. And they, they know that your mental health is way more important than like throwing me and to like talk to a guest you know what I mean like if I'm not okay it's really hard to be Disney like bubbly to a guest you know what I mean yeah so yeah I think I just kind of like went off of that but yeah so pretty much long story short is that there's still a lot of work to be done and I'm just so happy to hear like other people you know taking on that role and really you know working together on breaking that stigma and I really do appreciate you taking your time to be on my podcast. I was so happy when you said you were interested. I was like, yay, get Brianna on my podcast. <laughs> yay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mental health, let's do it. Uh, and like, honestly, any opportunity to kind of give that that message, I think that's so beautiful. So I'm very proud of you. Like, I can't stress that enough. I'm very, very proud. Yay. All right. So I'm going to end the podcast here. Thanks again for coming on. I'm going to leave all of Brianna's social media in the description and then keep up with her when like all the stuff with the movie happens and just support the girl because she's freaking amazing. So love you. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. I post every single Sunday and I hope y'all have a beautiful day, evening, morning middle of the night okay peace out